Mana tetawai satu? Oi, dua lah. Oh, dua, 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 dua. Hey, what's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of OTT Over Teh Tarik The podcast where we review movies over Teh Tarik My name is Jaws And I'm Aaron And today we are going to review the latest Marvel installation Ant-Man and the Wasp So, Aaron, Ant-Man and the Wasp What do you think? General thoughts first General thoughts I actually did not quite like Ant-Man and the Wasp Yeah, I really thought a lot of jokes just Didn't land Did you like the first one though? I loved the first one but oh, that's So this is like I'm, Total opposite Yeah That's why I'm so surprised Like of all the Marvel heroes I actually like Ant-Man the most Because he like To me he's the most Grounded character Yep He's the most relatable But yeah This time around It's just I'm just not feeling it <laughs> Wow Okay I am surprised Let's just go through The plot first So Ant-Man and the Wasp Is a heartwarming story Of a Family and friendship Heartwarming story Yeah okay Fair fair enough <laughs> And it's a decidedly Much lighter hearted one You know after Infinity War Of course So It takes place roughly Two years after Captain America Civil War And it hopefully Sort of fills in the gaps Of What, what happened, happened right In between Yep yep Not that you can quite tell But I mean yeah Just the overall premise Of the movie Like for example I did not realize That this was Taking place two years After Captain America Civil War So that also means This is taking place After the events Of the first Infinity War Right No it takes place before Oh wait The first Infinity War Like the one we just watched Because there's another oh. inf- Like Avengers 4 That's going to come out That's going to tie everything together right So I'm guessing that's Infinity War Part 2 It takes place before Infinity War Oh is it? War. Oh yeah, okay so, yeah, In my head I was like Civil War and Infinity War So this is in between Civil War and Infinity War Yes Did you know that there was A two year gap between Civil oh, War I did not know that Exactly I thought it was quicker So this movie is Literally right before The snap Right So it's, this was going in conjunction With the events of uh, Infinity War then Because the snap sort of? happened at the end Yes So yeah This is where I, I find it's kind of weird I mean and this is where I'm starting to see like You know The whole Marvel Cinematic Universe Is starting to unravel a bit Like Because If you look at Infinity War Look at the battles That was going on In America How on earth If this movie takes place Right before the snap In between Civil War And Infinity War Yeah there was War, a lot of stuff Already going down Yeah how does it, No one notice What's going on Like And nobody even talks about it It's so jarring to me It's so jarring Hmm So Is the, that yeah. one of the reasons why? This Yeah And that is one of the reasons Why I just can't quite enjoy this movie Because we're getting sucked in So completely into this universe That we forget The story that's Supposed We're supposed to be watching A story right in front of us Fair It's, I mean, and these stories are supposed to stand alone. And to me, Ant-Man and the Wasp, while entertaining, I just don't feel it's compelling. So you have a problem with the whole timeline of everything, in a way, almost. I mean, at this point, I get what you mean because I also did not watch this movie with the intention of like piecing everything together. I think that's why I like I enjoyed oh. it a little bit more than you because I didn't true. expect a big storyline to unravel. But I mean, chronologically, Infinity War came out earlier this year in 2018. And I was kind of expecting Ant-Man and the Wasp to fill up some of the gaps that Infinity War left behind. And to my surprise, it just didn't address it. To me, it was really jarring because what's going on in this scene? Like, how are they not addressing what's happening in Infinity War? Like, aren't they supposed to be a conjoined story? So yeah, it's I just didn't feel it, this one. Fair enough. All right, let's get to down to the acting. What do you think about all the acting? I think it was pretty solid, but hey, go ahead. Ant-Man. 
I've always been a fan of Paul, right? Uh, especially after Forty Year Old Virgin. I think a lot of us love Paul after Forty yeah, Year Old yeah. Virgin. Um, and yeah, I think the performances are solid. It's just that I think Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer did not have enough time. They were they were kind of like the backstory characters. I don't think they had much time. Yeah, you're right. But then uh, I want to get into the Wasp herself. I think she did a pretty good job being yeah. introduced into this and holding her own against Paul Rudd. Yeah, Evangeline Lily really really shines true. But I feel like it's is more or less a leftover from the character establishment from the first Ant Man movie. There isn't much character development on. The wasp in this movie. This uh, yeah, is, I'm surprised. Actually, yeah, you're right. There's no character arc here. She's like, she's already established. I mean, and this is what I mean by the. It just doesn't. The whole Marvel universe is sort of unraveling. Like, like, are you relying on the character development from the first movie so that we can sort of understand that you know she's a strong uh, heroine who wants to get things done, yep, and yep. her father finally sees it that way. But yeah, this is no character. Arc. I mean, her character arc is like she wants to find her mom. Is that a character arc? Well. Maybe to be fair They're trying to save her For the next installment Of Ant-Man I hope not Because this movie Just did not Yeah to me It did not make sense And it's kind of weird Because like There were scenes where They were just talking About exposition But that's beside the point I think Perhaps the best scene The best character I saw Is Michael Pena Luis Mm. Mm. Luis really stood out In this movie Mm. I think I, I would honestly say he he stood up much more than Evangeline Lilly. Than really? Hope. Yeah, because Lewis has all the best lines, and again, yeah. To he's be still, fair, his lines are a little bit more thought out than Evangeline Lilly's lines, and he's so grounded. I mean, he's the only regular guy, and he's acting like you know. Th- there's a whole bunch of things happening around him, and you know, you can actually relate to him. But can you relate to the Wasp? That is true. It takes a harder time. Yeah. Well. Hold that thought, Arian. We're going to cut to a little break and we'll be back with more Ant-Man and the Wasp. This is OTT. What up? Welcome back to OTT. Today, we are reviewing Ant-Man and the Wasp. So we just talked about the acting, which has some hits and some misses. But we're going to move on to the CGI. Arian, what do you think about all the visual effects in this movie? So like any other Marvel franchise entry, I think the CGI is just spot on. And if I'm not mistaken, they actually combine quite a bit of practical effects to achieve some of the shots. Like for example, if you've seen the trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp, there's a scene where he he's like skateboarding on a truck, right. on a flatback truck. They actually had a flatback truck that was modified to be... Oh, to be slanted to have the weight. They actually shot that truck, and oh, then wow. they comped in uh, Ant Man. Apparently, I did not know that. So yeah, I mean, I think this movie, compared to the last one, I mean, the spectacle is is greater. Yes, yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I totally agree. Like the like you said with Marvel, I think there's always a an expectation of how good the CGI should be. Yes, but that being said, I think the CGI, while great, I just think. Some of the, the set pieces that they did was just not spectacular enough. Really? Yeah, like, okay, it's kind of cool that, you know, uh, Ant-Man is like uh, as big as a ferry. I mean, like he's in the ocean, like he's riding a flatback truck. But, I mean, coming off of Infinity War, this all just seems so minor. Like, I, Yeah, but I don't think you can compare it that way because Infinity War was such a grand spectacle and Ant-Man, wow, Ant-Man is super small. 
Okay, then let's not talk about Infinity War, but we, if we go back to even Civil War or even Captain America 2, Captain America 1, I mean, yeah, I just think the set pieces, you could have done more justice. Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of get what you mean, but in terms of just the quality of production, oh yeah, oh, in notch. terms of like, yeah, making things big, making things small, I totally believed it. Like, it did not seem like, oh, this is CGI. Or like prosthetics Like honey I shrunk the kids Oh yeah Especially for the phase effect For Ghost Yep yep. That one really stood out to me I'm still trying to figure out How they did that <laughs> Lots of money Lots of money <laughs> Throw money at the pump And you go away Aren't the ones doing this Like uh, industrial light and music ILM The ones that did Star Wars Isn't it George Lucas's company If I'm not mistaken I could be wrong I could be wrong But uh, I remember seeing it somewhere I, I'm not actually sure on that But I don't think it's IRM I think it's just uh... But then again With the amount of VFX You can do out there I think any, most studios these days have the capability of IRM. It's just that IRM happens to be happen to be pioneers of their field. Fair enough. So anyway, let's talk about the direction. Yes, go ahead. I so, know you're a fan of this guy. Uh yes, I kind of liked Yes Man he, when he did Yes Man, and I also like Bring It On. Okay. <laughs> so the director's Peyton Reed, and I just never imagined that he would do a Marvel movie. Well, that's what we said about like uh, what's his name, the one that did Black Panther. Um, Kugler Ryan Yeah, Kugler. Ryan Kugler That's right I never expected him to do a, Like anything close To a superhero movie Let alone like Black Panther But here we are I guess it's just Big studios trying out New directors Like for example Jurassic World With uh, Colin Trevor yeah. And uh, Star Wars With Ryan Johnson I mean you're getting These guys who have Fresh ideas It's just that sometimes I just don't think Especially for this Ant-Man second I know he directed the first Ant-Man That's why I quite liked the first Ant-Man But I felt like Edgar Wright had a lot to do with the success of the first Ant-Man Right And The screenwriter Yes And it's not translated to the second Ant-Man Fair enough Yes So while Peyton Reed I quite like how he directs uh, emotional moments It's just Yeah I think I think it's the script I, I'm just let down by the script It's just There are scenes with overly exposed uh, With too much exposition and uh, mild spoiler alert Like the end scene I mean th- This one really jars me Like when The mom comes back From the quantum realm Like How does she Get her powers? Right it- okay. It's just not okay. explained No yeah Fair I, I guess So many things But I, I think you're like Overthinking it lah But I guess It's kind of fair that you do Because it all has A scientific backing to it uh, So yeah. it kind of <laughs> Should make sense Almost I mean yeah It's like Realm of sci-fi science law But still It's it's not a magical backing Like Doctor Strange You don't question so much Yeah no, but Because it's a It's a magical backing But for this It's um Yeah I mean there's a lot of Creative license But yeah This movie There was just That scene in particular The ending is just It just threw me off guard Like what on earth Is going on Fair enough No explanation Alright Arian Ant-Man and the Wasp Out of 5 Tetarix How many Tetarix Does this movie get? I'm going to give it a 2 Tetarix Whoa But I would still recommend you go watch it I just don't think it's a movie you'll watch again Okay It's entertaining but I think you've seen the most of the best stuff in the trailer anyway Great Alright Um. Well, I'm going to give it slightly higher But maybe not that not that much I'm going to give it a 3.5 Tetarix out of 5 I thought it was enjoyable for what it was It was self-contained for the most part And well, it was a pretty good popcorn flick I suppose For the most part <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright guys, there you have it. That was our review of Ant-Man and the Wasp. If you have any feedback, you can always drop it on www.icekacang.my. Also, download our app on the Apple App Store or Google Play. It is Ice Kacang and follow us on all Instagram. It is Ice Kacang MY on Instagram and Facebook is Ice Kacang. Alright guys, if you have any feedback for us, you can always drop it on our website www.icekacang.my. Download our app. It is Ice Kacang on the Apple App Store or Google Play. And you can follow us on our Instagram. It is at OTTMY. And Facebook, you can follow Ice Kacang as well. It is Ice Kacang. Till next time, my name is Jaws. And I'm Aaron. And this is OTT. Ane, tetare satu. Hey, I'm here lah, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rende, rende. <laughs>